0: was garbage, absolute garbage, and if I was doing this right, that would be the beginning and the ending of this episode of Daily Shot of Penguins. As it is, something tells me I wouldn't get away with that. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and the Penguins are done they're out defeated here last night in uniondale new york by the islanders by a 5 to 3 count out in the series by a 4 to 2 count and really they never had a chance nothing that they would have done would have mattered because Tristan Jari was that bad. See, I can say things like that. Hockey players can't say things like that. Hockey coaches can't say things like that because it's completely counter to the culture. And I guess I get that. I respect that, except that, look, in this case, it really needs to be spoken because there's a lot... About this franchise's future, short-term and long-term, that could be affected by this series. And if we aren't comfortable saying that the goaltending was absolute garbage. And if the Penguins, infinitely more importantly, on the inside, aren't comfortable Acknowledging that. Recognizing that. They might do some pretty stupid things this offseason. They just might. How anyone can watch this series and see the disparity in play, the general disparity between one team's set of 18 skaters and the other team's set of 18 skaters and start talking about all kinds of different variables and this and that, and Barry Trotz, uh, brilliant coach. Yeah, Barry Trotz that (laughs) conceded with his magical system 83 shot attempts to the Penguins in Game 5. Yeah, he was a real wizard out there. The core is too old. The core played fine. At times, the core really rose above. That's kind of how a playoff series goes. The wingers didn't deliver. No, some of them didn't. They were too small. Yeah, they kind of were a little bit. But none of those factors is why the team lost. It just isn't. They lost. The Penguins did. Because Jari couldn't stop a puck. Because Jari couldn't hold a lead for more than a minute, two minutes, three minutes tops. He buckled. He fell apart. It's unlike anything we've seen in Pittsburgh since when that happened with Marc-Andre Fleury a few years ago. Maybe not coincidentally right here in this same building. This was awful. This was awful. It was about one player. It just was. Sullivan very predictably wanted nothing to do with the goaltender conversation. First time it came up, this was his answer. I'm not going to discuss
1: the discussions we have as a and staff and the decisions we make at any position.
0: Second time it came up, this was his answer.
1: Listen, you you, you win games as a group or you win games as a team, you lose games as a team. It's not any one position. It's not any one person's fault. Everybody's doing their best to try to to try to be part of the solution. And, you know, there's there's a number of things that go on throughout the course of games. We could all be better. We all have to find ways to to have success through this. We got to support one another through the process. And that's how we look at
0: it. Finally, the third time it was broached, he at least used some nouns and verbs
1: well like I said, there's uh there's such a fine line between winning and losing and and you know for a, for a lot of this series, we really liked uh, our overall team game. you know we we thought we were trying to play to our strengths we were we were playing to our identity uh, we were trying to dictate the terms out there. you know we're playing against a really good opponent as well. and so uh, there, there's a fine line between winning and losing. and it didn't go our way this series. we'll take a look at it uh and and reflect on this and and see what we can take out of it it's a difficult question to answer when it's so raw and you know we're 20 minutes removed so i'm not sure i can give you a an answer that that will satisfy you i i don't have one for you right now other than um you know how how disappointed i am because i know how hard this this group of players works
0: he just wasn't going to go there there was no chance that he was going to criticize his goaltender And for that matter, he wasn't going to explain why he never pulled Jari in favor of Maxime Lagasse. And I don't know that he needed to. You know, Jari was horrible. But by the time he gave up the fifth goal, which is really when it was extremely obvious that you would have pulled him, Islanders never scored again anyway. So I don't know that it was that big a deal. But even there, he couldn't address that. What were the coaches talking about? Oh, uh, coaches, I never talk about. Yes, he does. He talks all the time about what his coaches' decisions are and what their conversations are all the time. Why wouldn't he in this case? Because it was the goaltender. Fine, whatever. What they say to us doesn't matter. What they say on the inside is what matters they need to understand the penguins do that this goaltender who is not new he's not some rookie he's not some kid he's been in the system for a lot of years the organization has put a lot of time effort money everything into him going back to when he was a second round pick from Edmonton of the WHL. And what he's done is he's occasionally rewarded them, but more often than not, frustrated them. With maddeningly inconsistent play, with bizarre decisions, uh, times where he would just space out and do things that made no sense, and then after he would do them, he'd have like no reaction to doing them. And not that I expected him to, you know, fall on his sword for the gaff in game five, but, you know, maybe maybe I kind of did. Maybe he needed to be the one to step up and say, hey, listen, (laughs) this was on me. I just let down all these guys. I have no idea what I was thinking. I had a guy to my left. I had a guy to my right. I had three Islanders up the middle. I threw it up the middle. That was pretty dumb on my part. I'll try to be better in the next game. After this one, hey, all my teammates kept doing was getting me the lead. All they did was battle. And then by the third period, dominate, dominate, dominate. And all I kept doing was giving up goals. That's on me. Put it on me. I'll be better next year. You know what we got instead after this game last night? No sign of him. No sign of him. And it'll be the last time, by the way, that, He'll be able to use the COVID protocol to be hiding from reporters. Any other situation, the losing goaltender in an elimination game is facing cameras and microphones. If you want to try to figure out what went wrong here, don't try too hard. Don't try too hard. There doesn't always have to be some dramatic, additional, alternate narrative attached to everything. The goaltending was garbage. Absolute garbage. And that's it. And that's it. That's really it. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's always brought to you on this program by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where their mission is to help those in need all across western Pennsylvania. They need your help to achieve that. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 is all it takes to provide Five full meals for those in need, pittsburghfoodbank.org. The question comes from Nick, who asks, what changed from the regular season to the playoffs? The Penguins won six out of eight against the Islanders, and now they drop four out of six. Clearly, we had the talent and the ability to win the series. Were there coaching or strategic changes that were made by New York that we were unable to answer? Was Sullivan outcoached again by Trotz? Or is it just as simple as Jari being unable to perform consistently? Sorry for all the questions, just searching for a rationale and some consolation. You're not going to have consolation, Nick. This core isn't getting younger. They're playing really well. They had, for the most part, if you can set aside Gino's early, uh, really, really slow start to the season. All three of them contributed. But that won't last forever. And as Sid said himself here last night, it's frustrating to them to lose out on what they felt was a really good chance. Sid said, we felt this team was ready to make a run. And that's what makes this so disappointing. So there's there's no consolation, Nick. But as I said in the opening segment, there's also no alternate thing here. There just isn't. Yes, other Other events occurred in the series. Sid was really tough on himself over being on the ice for three of New York's goals, two of which he lost his man and was responsible for the Islanders having the scoring chance that resulted. And that's fine. That's fair. He can do that. They all can do that. Everybody can look in the mirror and say, I could have done something a little bit different. But when you look at the cumulative effect, when you look at the cumulative impact, what you have, what you have in front of you is that the goaltending was garbage because the Penguins dominated every single facet of everything else in the series. Sullivan went so far as to say that he felt that the Penguins were the better team in five of the six games, and he's right. There was one game where they didn't have it. They just flat out didn't have it, and that was game four up here. I wrote it at the time. They talked about it openly. Everybody has an off day, off game. That was the afternoon game, whatever. But they were the better team, the visibly, demonstrably, statistically supported better team in five of the six games. What was the difference? Jari lost three of those games. You don't have to win every playoff game as a goaltender, but you're expected to win your share. Where this really crosses over into something else is when the goaltender is outright losing those games. By one advanced metric, Jari's playoff performance, these six total games, was the worst playoff round by any goaltender in the National Hockey League since 2014. Uh (laughs) I mean, what do you do with that? How do you take that that statistic that bit of information and say yeah but what else went wrong let's really get to the to the nitty-gritty of this that this is it this is it look i'm a hockey lifer and i really cringe it's my first reaction when somebody points to goaltending first not because of the culture thing or whatever but usually it's incorrect usually it's lazy goaltenders supposed to stop everything. No, they're not actually. But that's all this series was about. On both ends. The Islanders got better goaltending than anyone could have expected from Ilya Sorokin, a rookie. And the Penguins got garbage, absolute garbage from Jari. I appreciate The question, Nick, I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins all season long. I can promise you it's not going anywhere. Uh, We will continue to talk Penguins hockey every weekday, all year long. That's just kind of how I roll. I don't believe in seasons and off-seasons and that sort of thing. I hope you'll stick with me, and I appreciate those of you who have found this podcast and even more to those who've passed the word along to others. Until tomorrow.
1: At Point Park University,